What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. You could uh, call us, 925-WSJM. That's 925-9756. But you don't want to do that if you're driving. <laughs> well, you soon may uh, not be able to do that because uh, there might be a phone ban yeah. coming to the state of Michigan. Lansing, the, the lawmakers in Lansing have, try, have tried this before, mm-hmm. banning all you know cell phone use, you know, holding a device while you're driving. Because it's not a good idea. Yeah. Uh, it didn't pass last year, but they're they're trying again this year. It got out of committee. It's going to go to the full house, full senate. Basically, it would ban using your phone while you're driving to make videos, text, mm-hmm. scroll through social media. I mean, this is I, it's not ingenious, but uh, yeah, and, and and it's not new. It's something that a lot of states have been doing uh, for many years. I know when I lived uh, out east, uh, Delaware and I think Maryland, and a lot of those states yeah. had the phone ban where you could not, it was a hands-free, you could not uh, be on the phone. Yes, you, if you've got the hands-free or the speaker phone in your car, that's fine. But yeah, the, having the, the hand up to the face with the phone, that's distracted, but also impaired driving because you can't use both hands on the wheel. Uh, you, unless you got one of those little <laughs> little heel things that you can put on, like uh, with the wired phones. But yeah, when, it, when when they first started, so texting and driving. To be clear, texting sure. and driving is already illegal in Michigan. Drivers can face a hundred dollar fine on the first instance, second instance, uh, two hundred dollars each time. And so they're now looking at, okay, well, what else can we expand that to? That was passed in the era of flip phones. Mm -hmm. Police can't issue a citation if someone's using their phone to stream video on or post on social media. They need to, what they say is we need to change that. So Mm -hmm. um, they've got a bill. It's come out of committee. They got three bills. In fact, it's come out of committee and there seems to be support for it this time. So updating the legislation to match the technology We'll see what happens. It makes sense because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've had conversations with people, even like I've had Zoom calls with people. Oh, dear. And they're driving. And I'm like, you need to stop. (laughs) Yes. Pull over, please. I'm going to not do this conversation with you. You need to pull over so we can have this in a safe, (laughs) safe way. Because, yeah, all the different things, all the new technologies, as technology uh, upgrades and gets better, the, the laws need to reflect that. Well, absolutely. And, and come on, a little common sense too. People, while you're driving, don't be on the Zoom call. It's kind of like when somebody's driving and you're having a conversation with them, you're sitting right next to them mm-hmm. and the driver looks over at you so they can make eye contact yeah. while you're saying something. Sure, it's polite, not really safe. No, definitely <laughs> not. Uh, and also, speaking of driving, gas prices have been going up as we've noticed that. Uh, but what's always interesting uh, is that Usually, the gas price is supposed to reflect the price of a barrel of oil. Yes. But that actually has been going down and getting a lot cheaper. AAA says the national average for a gallon of regular gas is $3.68. But I can't remember when I was driving up here uh, what the price was. But it's been around like three seventy. dollars Yep, it's going up. So it is going up, um, but uh, more than a nickel higher than last Wednesday and a quarter more than we were paying a month ago. I do wonder what 
what impact this will have immediately with the inflation mm-hmm. because people are already paying higher prices at the grocery store and everywhere else for everything. Uh, and, you know, the, the high, part of the higher cost of transportation is fueling that inflation. But what's going to happen long term as more people are driving electric cars, mm-hmm. you have less demand for petroleum-based product. And so then it's become a more of a scarcity Am I going to pay even more at the at the gas station? Right. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it almost seems like that that may be the case that, the, okay, the price of oil is there, but we're not going to worry about that because, <laughs> you know, we need we need to make money and we have less less people driving in and, and filling up uh, as the years go by. So mm, maybe that is one of the reasons why it keeps going up. So many equations. I just don't like when it gets up that high. <laughs> no. And they haven't even uh, switched to uh, the summer blend yet. Right. Uh, they, they said that doesn't happen until like June. June. That's right. So I don't, I don't really know the difference between the summer and the winter blend. It has I think, a nice aroma to it. It just, yeah. the aftertaste, the tannins in it aren't as Yeah, I guess. There, there's, there's wool. <laughs> there's wool to keep the gas warm in the winter version. Yeah, right. And we put shorts. We just, there we soak shorts in the, uh, in the summer <laughs> blend. Um, another thing though, uh, speaking of driving and going to the drive through you noticed uh, McDonald's, I know you don't eat meat, but I you don't. do eat fish. I'm a pescatarian. Uh, you are a pescatarian. In fact, uh, so you do theater. Uh, uh, you're right. No, that's a, that's a thespian. Thespian. Yes, a thespian. I'm a thespitarian. <laughs> okay. Um, but McDonald's doing some changes to their menu, uh, making some things better. And one of the things that everybody loves is the Big Mac. Yeah. And the, not not just the Big Mac, but the Big Mac sauce. Oh yeah. So they are debuting a bi- new Big Mac sauce. April 27th, going to be available for a limited time, participating locations. They uh, said that the customers can only try out the sauce by ordering it through their app. Huh. They've done that in the past. Um, They had uh, a Szechuan sauce. Oh, that sounds tasty. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's fantastic. They did it as far as a a promotion years ago for the movie Mulan. Okay. They brought it back because uh, the show Rick and Morty on Adult Swim actually was like, we need to bring this back. We need to bring this back. (laughs) Well, that ended up making it come back for a little while along with some other sauces. But I actually have the Szechuan sauce still. They they brought it back like four years ago. I still have it. How are you preserving it? It's in my freezer. (laughs) But it is delicious. I think uh, it's kind of like, you know, when you get married and you have the... uh, the sl- the piece of cake yes. and you're supposed to eat it a yes. year later. <laughs> I think in like 10 years, I'm going to break it out and I'm going to get some chicken nuggets and I'm going to dip it in there. I'm going to give you the secret sauce right now. Okay. It's mayonnaise, ketchup, pickles, and then maybe throw a little bit of mustard in there. Yep. That's it. Yeah. That, I've done that before. Okay. Yeah. The, and then Szechuan sauce. Yeah. No, not, not a Szechuan <laughs> sauce cube. I'm not putting that in there. Um, but no, it's uh, it's pretty awesome that they're doing this. I love that it makes sense. You know, in, in any case, why not take the one of the best things and yeah. most popular things that you have and see if you can spread it around all the other stuff. It's like a summer blend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you, you right now, could you drive through the and get like a cheeseburger and say, add the Big Mac sauce? Oh. You could, I think you can do that. I've I, seen people on TikTok and all these other social media saying, yeah, you can you can basically get a cheaper Big Mac by getting a cheeseburger and then telling them to add 
the Big Mac sauce, but I don't know if everyone will do that. I've always heard about the special orders you mm-hmm. can do at the drive through Never tried it just because I think it's going to torque the person who has to make it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because you got the loudspeaker usually when you're in the drive through you usually hear it throughout the you entire won't, restaurant. Won't. They're like, <laughs> what can I get you? Okay. He wants it. Okay. Yeah, this guy wants basically to start a whole new sandwich, uh, and he wants to add a bunch of things. I mean, that's great for them because yeah. they can just say, okay, we're going to add, you know, $5 to that, $5 yeah. to oh, that. Maybe that's it. Yeah. That's the trick. It's going to cost you a bunch extra. So we'll see. You can get the Big, Big Mac sauce April 27th, and it's going to be like a, a dipper, uh, like like you dip oh. in the um, the chicken nuggets in it. It's going to be in one of those things. That sounds great. I just want a whole bottle. Just give me the commemorative bottle, the McDonald's bottle, and just fill that up with Big Mac sauce. I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> right now, it's time for Got Something to Say, where we talk to our friends and neighbors about things that are happening right here in our community. Always uh, love to keep you up to date with that stuff. Also, also really love uh, talking to area nonprofit organizations. So if you are part of one and we haven't had a chat before, well, feel free to reach out. Or even if we've had a chat, let's talk again. Let's talk at WSJM.com is actually how you can reach me. You can also uh, call 925-WSJM and got something to say brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guests today, I have a few of them. I have Carla Gray Weisner, or Weiser. She is part of uh, Prey Southwest Michigan. We also have uh, Pastor Wendell Davis from uh, Coloma at the uh, El Bethel uh, Church of God, as well as uh, Andre Palmer, who's part of a Restoration Center in Benton Harbor. How are you guys today? We're great. Wonderful. Good. Thank you. Thank you for having us today. So great to have you all. And uh, you're here to join me today because we're talking about uh, a National Day of Prayer that is coming up on Thursday, uh, May 4th, from noon until 1. And uh, here locally, um, in uh, Berrien County, we've got one that's happening and on Porch Street at the Bandshell uh, in St. Joe. Rain, snow, or shine, we'll pray. I love that. I love that uh, that you guys did that. But first off, I got to ask, um, what what is the 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 reason behind the National Day of Prayer? Because this is something that's that's it's not new. Uh, prayer and all, as well as uh, a National Day of Prayer. This has been around for quite some time. Is that right? Yes, sir. It has. Johnny, you know, years ago, one of our presidents initiated the National Day of Prayer, and Second Chronicles 714 was part of that. And it simply is saying, if my people, meaning if the people on this earth, God is saying, if you'll humble yourself, if you'll pray, if you'll seek my face, turn from your wicked ways, then I will do these things. And what he says, you will hear from heaven. Your sins will be forgiven. And he will heal their land. And so this is a time that we just give observance to this day that's been set aside in our country. That's wonderful. Uh, And so this is something that, like you said, it's National Day of Prayer. So so this time from noon until one on Thursday, May 4th, not only will be people uh, people be praying uh, with other people in their community, but they'll also be praying with people all around the nation at, at that exact time. Is that right? It will be all day long. Okay. It's 24 hours. The entire day has been set aside. 
That's wonderful. Uh, and like you you mentioned, Car- Carla, is that, you know, people see the power of prayer uh, and, and many people pray about so many different things. And, uh, you know, Pastor Wendell Davis, I, w- I want to chat with you a little bit about, you know, Obviously, you've seen the, the power of prayer and you see that every day and uh, in, in, in your walk of life. But why is this so why is this bringing people in the community together? Why is this so important to do on that day? Uh, Johnny, I'll tell you, um, our nation today has uh, and we've, we've come through some difficult times. Um, you know, COVID just took all the fun out of being an American for two years. Um, and now it seems our country is more politically divided than it's ever been. Um, we're facing issues that we never thought we could possibly face in this country. Uh, and uh, frankly, uh, like Carl and I were talking earlier, people are looking for peace. Mm. And the only source of peace is the Prince of Peace. And um, National Day of Prayer gives us all an opportunity to come together uh, in certain places across the nation, and uh, and seek that peace. That's wonderful. Now, again, that uh, National Day of Prayer happening uh, on Thursday, May fourth, uh, and you can go noon until one uh, on Porch Street in um, in St. Joseph, and right there at the Howard Bandshell, uh, and enjoy uh, not only prayer but also that time and fellowship with other people in our community. Uh, Pastor uh, Andre Palmer, I want to talk with you. When when someone said, if someone asked you, you know, why should I come to this uh, National Day of Prayer? I know you've got many different things uh, that are going on, but whether you, you're talking to somebody in your community or in your congregation, if somebody asked that question, what do you say to them? Well, I would invite people out. Um, obviously, we believe in the power of prayer sure. and its results and that God moves, right? But we, we really want to, we're excited about the National Day of Prayer, but we really want to invite people out to be healed spiritually, emotionally. We just want to invite people out to experience uh, healing in their families, healing in their marriages, healing in their finances. I mean, just we want them to, to understand and know that this will be an opportunity as we call on God um, collectively and as a corporate body, that God is well able to heal our land. Just like uh, Sister Carla was talking earlier mm-hmm. about Second Chronicles seven fourteen, there's a portion in there that talks about healing the land. Well, included in that, I believe that um, um, that the people, of course, that live on the land, if God's going to heal the land, the people also need to be healed of mm-hmm. things. And so that's our excitement as we invite people. And so we just wanting people to come out, no matter where you're from, what background you're from, business owners, I mean, police officers, city officials. We want, if you desire to be, desire to be healed, I think that the National Day of Prayer is an awesome opportunity for you to be healed. That's wonderful. Uh, again, that's happening uh, at the Bandshell on Thursday, May 4th. You've got a, an amazing lineup of great people. Not only will Pastor Wendell and Pastor Andre be there, but uh, Carla, you have a, a 
great lineup uh, of so many people in our community, leaders in the community that will be there. I know you've got, uh, I see you have Sheriff Paul Bailey that will be there leading the Pledge of Allegiance. You've got uh, students, uh, Caleb, that's a student from uh, Trinity Lutheran School, uh, praying for first responders. Uh, and, and with that, I got to ask if, you know, it's in the middle of the day. Uh, is this something as a, you know, if I'm a high school student and I say, hey, this is the National Day of Prayer today, uh, can I get out of school? And maybe th- there may be schools that don't know that this is going on. Is this something that I can, I guess, skip school to come in and, 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 uh, and be a part of? I would definitely check with your principal on that. Sure. But years prior, there were schools that would load up the buses and the, the students would be able to participate yeah. in the National Day of Prayer event in their city. So I encourage schools to um, participate. We want to invite them. They are welcome to come. Yeah, absolutely. And like you mentioned uh, earlier, uh, guys, is about the, you know, the, the the healing power of bringing the community together and, and, and healing the land, but also feeling that, that safety and that comfort. I think schools especially is uh, something where uh, you need that more now, now more than ever. Uh, so again, if you want, if we want to learn more about this, I know there's a lot of information, a lot of stuff uh, and a lot of things that are going to be going on uh, during this event. But Carla, did you want to mention a few uh, more of those things or uh, should we tell people where to find, find some more of that stuff? Sure. I think the best place to go is over to the Eventbrite information page, and that is Berrien County National Day of Prayer on Eventbrite, so you can look it up that way. Also, if you if you are on social media, Facebook, Pray Southwest Michigan is a page where you can find more information, and even the National Day of Prayer Task Force, looking up our zip codes for this area, you'll find many different events in our area that's wonderful uh and then i also know that you uh you have some great support uh from a lot of uh people and and businesses and community members in the community did you want to mention some of that Sure, I'll do a shout out for our awesome sponsors. Oh, two things that have happened. Uh, yes, Pam Campbell, our head advertising incorporated. Of course, that's on Neomax. Grace Christian Center, Dana Green Associates, Pastor Andy and Ingrid Hamish, Pastor Dan and Glenda Head, Kellens in St. Joseph, and Cedar and Company Landscaping, and then Alan Lycus. They're all our awesome sponsors for this year's event. I'm very thankful to to you guys for uh, spending some time with me Uh, again, Carla, uh, Pastor Wendell, as well as Pastor Andre. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and hope uh, lots and lots of people in our community uh, join you guys for that National Day of Prayer. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. And if you'd like to be part of Got Something to Say, it's real simple. You just uh, reach out by emailing Let's Talk at WSJM.com. You can call 925-WSJM. Give us some info of what you got going on, whether it's a program, an event, uh, or you just want to talk about what your organization does for the community. Love to do that. So reach out by doing all those things. And you can also listen to uh, Got Something to Say, not only during the morning show, but also in the afternoon at 530, uh, After News with Andrew Green. And check out the podcast anytime at WSJM.com and the app.
You know, I'm not a meteorologist, uh, but I play one on TV. But my brother's actually a meteorologist. Is he really? He is. He's a meteorologist for the military. Um, but I would say that uh, it's going to be rainy for a good part of the day. Moderate. Like, there will be some moderate rain. Yes. Yes. I think we're safe there. It's funny. You know, I talked to my brother because uh, he is a meteorologist that, and has been over the years. And he, I'm like, oh, man, looks like it's going to rain today. He's like, I don't know how weather works <laughs> over here. He's like, I'm I'm forecasting weather halfway across the world and sandstorms and all kinds of different oh things in different parts of the world. That so must be interesting, though, because wherever there's a hot spot for the military, yeah. Yeah, you need to know the weather. But he is just like any meteorologist where weather's so unpredictable. <laughs> oh, no. I remember a conversation he had with his wife saying, yeah, I don't think it's going to rain today. Looks The clouds and everything look fine. Sure enough, torrential downpours about oh, a couple hours later. Oh, dear. But with that, with that rain that's happening uh, today, Ken, that might disrupt, we say might disrupt some things that are happening. There is a... a, a Groundbreaking happening. That's right. Ribbon cutting, groundbreaking. They're going to begin construction in earnest in a ceremony to mark that occasion. A special occasion is planned today for the New Heights Laundry Hub in Benton Heights. This has been a long planned, Mm -hmm. long thought out, long awaited laundromat community center. It's going to house not only laundry because that's an essential service. Mm -hmm. You want to go somewhere, you want to get a job, you want to do stuff, interact socially clean clothes, basic requirement. It will house human services and social services as well, helping those in the community with financial coaching, career services, health consultations. The idea is cluster the services where people are going to go anyway mm-hmm. to help get get the help that they need. And it makes sense because when you do your laundry, there is that downtime of when the laundry is right. being done. So you could do a lot of that stuff and uh, spend a decent amount of time there doing all that stuff while the laundry's going. A lot of good people to thank for this. Over a million dollars in donations That's collected awesome. by New Heights CCDA. Um, that includes Whirlpool Foundation, First Church of God, the Frederick S. Upton Foundation, Corwell Health Foundation, among others. Again, this center is going to be at 2121 Red Arrow Highway, available to use by the general public. It's expected to open this fall. And that ribbon cutting is happening at 430 today. They have a rain location. So stay tuned if you're going to be there. You may have to move to the inside location. Yeah, which is only a couple blocks down, which is nice. So you may have just somebody directing you there. But honestly, as I told uh, Sarah Spoonholz from the chamber just the other day, Rain is a good thing for for shoveling. <laughs> you, you it makes just, the gra- the soil softer. It softens yeah. it up. Yep. It's perfect for when you want to uh, do sure. a little shoveling. But that's great. Uh, other things happening around the area. We know uh, that's really great. And then also some a lot of news happening uh, from Lake Michigan College. Yep. They've got uh, some new uh, new things happening. Not only yesterday we were talking about the police academy, but they also are doing more to help out their students. That's right. We talked we talked about the police academy. Academy yesterday, and in in the in the same vein of other programs that they're offering, LMC is offering a new degree program that will prepare students for additional career options in the healthcare field. Healthcare, the LMC Board of Trustees um, approved the Exercise Science Associate Degree Program. John Beck with the mm-hmm. LMC Exercise Science Department said that uh, this has been in the works 
for a while. There's a great deal of student interest, and it's it's really preparing those young people for master's or doctoral level degrees so they can start in physical therapy, physicians, assistant school, mm-hmm. even medical school later on if they want to, and they can get that prerequisite out of the way at LMC. And as you mentioned, they're doing other good things. They're helping students stay well-fed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A snack shack. Snack shack. I love that idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone's struggling with the high cost of food. Inflation is hitting us all. Um, LMC says they have now stationed snack shacks around all three locations of LMC to, for students to use freely. Mm. That's right. Snack shacks are stocked with food donations. And they even had a, a note come back from one of the students who was able to go there, grab a snack when they were hungry and, and keep on with their schoolwork. Uh, what the note from the student said was, your food pantry shelves literally saved me. Food insecurity is a true struggle our entire lives. That's really awesome. They're doing that. I love that. Yeah. I, I know when I was in college, I always needed a good snack between classes uh, and, and, you know, not having to leave the campus is a great thing. So you could do all that right there. Um, uh, speaking of snacks, uh, I'd be remiss if I uh, didn't mention snacks that you might be grabbing today uh, since it is uh, April 20th. <laughs> so for those who don't know, April 20th. 420, man. 420 is a marijuana thing, right? It, yeah, it is. A, it's, <laughs> it's a marijuana thing, right? So square. <laughs> Uh, but I always wondered this, uh, you know, 420 comes around all the time and you always hear people talking about it anytime, whether, whether the time on the clock says 420 or it says 420 on your calendar. Uh, and I always love useless knowledge and interesting factoids (laughs) about stuff. And I was asking you this question this morning, why do they call it 420? What's the significance of it? Uh, and I actually found that the legend of 420 actually started back in 1971 when five high school students in California came up with a plan to find a hidden marijuana farm <laughs> and agreed to meet by a statue after school at exactly 4.20 p.m. That sounds like a Stephen King setup. It sounds like a movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know why this has not been made Stand into by a me movie. at yeah. 4.20 Today, 420, uh, just another excuse to, uh, well, either partake in whatever you want. Because, it, <laughs> hey, it's legal, man. Um, but also, um, well, whatever you want to do. Or if you just want to have a snack, today's Cheddar Fries Day. Oh, is it really? It is. Cheddar Fries Day. Do you like Cheddar Fries? I love Cheddar Fries. A little chili on top? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. So good. A meatless chili. Vegetarian. Of course. Yes, Vegetarian chili. You, you got to yes. do that. Uh, but also national... Pineapple upside down cake today. Oh, that's delicious too. So uh, I'm gonna have to pick up some snacks. <laughs> maybe make a uh, pick up some pineapple upside down cake for later today um, at 4:20. So there you go. Ken Lundberg's in here. Uh, I gotta ask you. Um, yes. There's a million streaming services out there. Yes. How many do you have? Do you a have lot. quite a lot? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's the Hulu, the Netflix, the Prime, the YouTube. Mm-hmm. The YouTube TV and all those. And how many of those do you pay for? All of them. Yeah. All that (laughs) stuff. And it adds up. It does add up. I, on the other hand, I will say, and be honest about this, I am one of those people that is a password sharer. Oh. I share passwords with my brother. 
My brother and I have a few a few different streaming services we kind of trade off. It's like I'll pay you I'll add you to my list mm -hmm. and you'll be part of my family and do that. But Netflix is one of those and I feel like they're going to be the start of what other streaming services are going to follow suit and say, "All right, well, you can have the password sharing, but <laughs> We're going to do some uh, extra things that's going to cost you. Yeah. Um, so they have the password sharing crackdown they said they've been doing, but they're still kind of slow with actually doing the rollout. You know, it must be a careful balance because on the one hand, they have so many, so many subscribers, so mm -hmm. many views. You know, you want to have your motion picture shown and seen by millions and millions of people. Yeah. With Netflix can say, we've got that. All right, well, how many of those people have original passwords, paid for mm -hmm. passwords? Well, just a fraction of that, but. Yeah, and it's, I, that's where, yeah, the, the teeter-tottering of, well, uh, we had a, a million streams, but only 300,000 subscribers. But you're right. I mean, it is so expensive because originally it was part of the cable cutting revolution, right? Mm -hmm. right? Get rid of cable because they're pay, charging an outrageous amount for that. Go to the streaming because it's cheaper. Well, okay, we're going to charge a little bit more, a little yeah. bit more. Okay, five services, ten services. You said something about Disney Plus. That's one that I haven't even touched because at some point you got to draw the line of how many services am I going to pay for? Well, and they bundle. Yeah, because oh, the they've bundles. they've got the bundle. Disney they hook you. I've got the I, I yeah I know <laughs> I've got the Disney bundle that has Disney, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like. Ugh, come on, man. Do you pay for the uh, ESPN Ocho? Uh, the Ocho, I think, is free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but it's it's nice to have all that. It does cost a little extra. Yeah. I just, what I hate is that, okay, if I buy the bundle, why do I have to then navigate to different apps? Why yeah. can't I just have the one app that does the one thing and do all that? But with Netflix, they are uh, saying that they're going to crack down at some point with the password sharing. What they talked about was it's going to be just an extra cost. So it's like, say I add you, it's not going to cost you as much as it would to have your own individual subscription. Right. It'd be like, say, a few bucks. Um, but they just haven't decided on when they're going to officially do this. Doesn't it get complicated with the password sharing socially? Like mm. you say, hey, can I have your YouTube TV password? And they're right. like, well. Yeah, it's, I mean, you got it. There's what's in it we're for me. We're friends, but we're not that great of friends. Yeah. I don't think I can share that with you. You're not part of my, even my can mom. Can I have your passwords? No. Okay. My mom would even ask me, like, can you add me to this? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, well, but, then what they watch, doesn't it show up in your. No, because they have different profiles. Okay. So you can have the, you know, you your other siblings, whoever else on there. And you, yeah, because my mom would go to mine and she's like, you watch a lot of action movies and a lot of weird stuff. And I'm like, yeah, well, so do you. Yeah. Uh, but that is nice. It doesn't mess up your uh, your algorithm or all that. But they are going to say that they're going to change this whole password thing at some point, but not sure when. And then uh, also they did say what they did make a decision on was getting rid of the, uh, the mail-in Oh, yeah. Uh, Netflix DVDs. Yes. What's going to happen to the DVDs? That's what we were talking about yeah. earlier is, you, know, you think about it, the, the whole thing about Netflix was you get the DVDs, you keep them as long as you want. Right. And you could, I think at some point, get as, as much as three DVDs yeah. at a time. Yes. So, yeah, you multiply that by however many people are still using the, the DVD mail-in, they could be out of a million DVDs. Yeah. 
and that's that's expensive. I mean, just I don't know. And and if you're one of those people who wants to send it back, there's nowhere to send back to. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Same thing kind of happened with Blockbuster. I don't yeah. know what happened to all those DVDs. I've still got a VHS that says Blockbuster on it. <laughs> uh, and now they're coming back. I hope they don't come back with saying, hey, you rented a movie uh, 30 years ago. Yes. Um, we're going to need that back. I think that's their business model is they're going to come back into business and collect all the late fees. And that's going to be their revenue stream for the first two years. But they're supposed to be kind and rewind. I see. We don't want we don't want them to take our money. I wonder if Blockbuster is going to come back as a movie house, a movie production. People need content. It's possible. They'll probably have some original stuff. And I honestly thought that might be an opportunity for them to. I know there was a small amount of people and in interest that were doing the mail in, but right. maybe it's because Netflix has so much else going on yeah. that they say it's not worth our time. But for Blockbuster, maybe this is how they start to to roll back, back into in. the, yeah. the business. So yep. we'll, we'll see what ends up happening with that. But speaking of money, you could get some money uh, if you've had Facebook really uh, for at all. I mean, most people that have Facebook probably will be getting money. Um, but there's a way that you have to do it. Because I don't know if you remember this. Uh, there was a Cambridge Analytica big lawsuit thing with oh, Facebook yeah. and sharing a bunch of info and well basically they were they were taking your information without your permission mm -hmm. and that's frowned upon yeah they don't like that and then they ended up uh, settling a class action lawsuit seven hundred and twenty five million dollars wow yeah and they say anybody between um, that had a Facebook account between May two thousand seven. And the end of 2022, so basically anybody, um, <laughs> they said, uh, you have to go and get your share of the money. You got to do jump through some hoops, do some uh, uh, things, fill out a form. And funny part about it, the ironic part is you have to give them your information. Uh, but this is you doing that freely. But is it worth it? Because you're probably out of that seven hundred twenty-five million dollars, probably only going to get about three, four dollars. Will this come up as one of those Facebook memories? Hey, remember that time we took your information? Yeah. <laughs> remember that time we had to send you a check? Yeah. Do you want to share this with your friends? Share this with your friends. That yeah. Hey, I got four dollars from Facebook. <laughs> Thanks. Thumbs up. I right. like that. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to jump through those hoops, but honestly, it's it's not really worth the four or five bucks that you're probably going to get out of the whole deal. I'm going to try. All right. I'm going to try. We'll, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening and how long it takes you to get your check. Yes. But speaking of rain, you know, it's always good to have good tires yes. in the rain. But you found something about uh, a lot of tires getting a recall. Is that it? Yeah. The Associated Press out of Detroit is reporting this. Michelin is recalling more than half a million snow tires in the United States because they don't have enough traction to work in all snowy conditions. Huh. Yeah, there are several uh, sub-brands that they, that they mention here. Sure. Owners will get an interim notification letter in the mail starting June 12th, and then they'll get another letter once the replacements are available. But yeah, 542,000 snow tires, Michelin, being recalled in the U.S. because they don't have enough traction. Do you to do meet, the no I'm sorry, go no, ahead. Go, do you no, do I, the snow tires? I don't do the snow tires. I do okay. the all-season all season things. I mm, figure, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm not doing high-performance stunts, but... 
And you're not going rally racing or something? Well, <laughs> and I don't use my brakes in the, when it snows. Mm, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Uh, and it's Michelin plus probably some of their sub-brands? Uh, yeah, some some of their sub-brands, uh, the Cross Climate C-Metric tires. Okay. Um, again, Michelin says, well, sorry, we missed the U.S. snow tire safety standard. We're going to replace tires at no cost mm. to owners. Hmm. So owners look out for a letter from Michelin. That'll be nice to get yeah. new snow tires. Just uh, in time. Yeah. When you when you flip over and then you put those in storage and you got fresh new ones ready to go when winter comes around. That'll be sweet. Your Moody on the Market update happening now where we tell you about some of the uh, things that are happening over there and in our community. We've got a lot of uh, great business news as well as events and programs and all that at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. Speaking of programs, our Moody on the Move series you can check out. Uh, see where uh, Zach East, who's filling in for Pat Moody, he's uh, at Adams & Son telling about uh, their business and what they're doing, but also you can see past episodes as well. Our awards program is pretty great too. We were looking for the best places to work. So go and nominate a business and we'll award uh, 20 new businesses for the class of 2023. But you have until Sunday to, uh, to make that nomination. On Saturday... There's a big event happening. I want to update you on that with your Moody on the Market update, which is brought to you by Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owners agency with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles. And this is exciting stuff. And North Pier Brewing Company, they're getting ready to host their seventh annual opening for 4.15 a.m. Have you ever had a, a pint or a can of 4.15 a.m.? I have not. You're going to have to try it. What is that like? It's delicious. Yeah? It is quite good. I know some of my friends that uh, have been on the uh, the creation side of it. So okay. they always had a, a can handy and it was, oh, very it's nice. It's quite nice. Okay. Uh, and I love the 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 theme and the, the look of everything, especially if you're a Cubs fan. You'll really enjoy the the logo. Mm -hmm. uh, Gotta enjoy something if you're a Cubs fan. <laughs> absolutely. And you'll also enjoy uh, the benefit for this uh, because it's benefiting the Alex Mandarino Foundation organization that fights against neuroblastoma and other pediatric cancers. Now, it stands for, the AM stands for Alex Manorino, and 415 symbolizes his date of birth. Uh, and sadly, in 2013, he was just five years old, and he passed away after a three-year battle with neuroblastoma, a rare form of childhood cancer. And his father, Tony Manorino, uh, says, we appreciate everything that North Pier has done to help raise money and awareness towards pediatric cancer. Alex continues to make an impact on so many lives today, and we hope that a lot of new and familiar faces are at our release party this Saturday. And I'm sure uh, Tony's going to be wearing his uh, 4.15 a.m. jersey, custom jersey that he has, uh, along with the, the whole team that uh, put this all together. And this was something that started, like I said, seven years ago, where it was part of a Bid United auction with United Way of Southwest Michigan, where they said, hey, We'll let you uh, brew your own beer if you win the auction. And they said, hey, this was something we want to do. And they were end up winning that. Now, with 4.15 a.m., every pint uh, that is sold, they're going to uh, North Pier is going to give a dollar back as well as every four pack as well. Portions of the food uh, sales this Saturday will be donated as well. Now, if you want more information about the Alex Mandarino Foundation, you can check out that link uh, at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. But we'll see you on Saturday. North Pier uh, Brewing 
670 North Shore Drive in Benton Harbor. Find that story and a whole bunch of other ones as well at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. Your update brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owner's agency, with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles.